created live on Fireside. Hi, everyone. Welcome to YNS Live with NFL Thread. I am so excited for this show. So before Cynthia invites uh, and it speaks with uh, Morgan and Paula and introduces them, um, Paula, I've you're up on stage. Okay. Is everyone up on stage? Morgan. Yep. Perfect. Okay, great. So everyone in the audience, thank you guys for joining. This is so exciting. I'm so excited for you guys to hear and listen in what's deep inside what the NFL is doing with FemFL. So I'm going to send it over to Cynthia to introduce and then dive into this conversation, which I just can't wait for you guys to learn more about. So Cynthia. Hello. Thanks, Juliet. Um, this is a great day and a great opportunity to talk about um, an important study and program. So let me start with this. <laughs> um, I met Dr. Alicia Whittington, a research scientist and the assistant director of engagement for the football players health study at Harvard. I met um, Alicia through thread at one of the Super Bowls. And for the last five years, the football players health study has been collecting data from over like 5,000 players. And they're trying to understand the causes and conditions former NFL players face. The goal of the study is to improve health and well-being through great programming and great education. So um, this study, you know, of course, was important. Now, Alicia is the sister of two former NFL players and another brother that also played. And she was all too familiar with the role that NFL women hold in the lives of NFL players. And she became a part of the FEMFL team. Um, FEMFL stands for Family Experiences Managing Football Lives. And it partners, um, it offers partners and family members the chance to confidential, confidentially and anonymously share information about their own health, career, their lifestyle, the community support networks, and other things. So the findings gained from this study, the FMFL study, it could help guide future initiatives to support family members of the NFL to be their best selves and, you know, to, to like be the best person that their player partners and families need them to be. So I am proud to sit on the advisory board along with um, several other amazing NFL wives. And um, those would be Sharice Brown, Erica Lasseter, Joanne Pugh, Dominique Senzabaugh, Tiffany Calloway-Starks, Jasmine Taylor, Dr. Rachel Terrell, and Morgan Thomas, who we have with us today. So I am pleased that we do have with us today Paula Atkinson. She is um, the FEMFL Player Outreach and Project Coordinator and Morgan Thomas. She is an advisory board member and the wife of former NFL linebacker and current real estate investor, JT Thomas III. So Morgan is completing her doctorate of clinical psychology for Alder University. With that, she felt we felt that she would be the perfect ambassador today to join our call to talk about the FEMFL study and why it is important for all NFL women to take the study so we can understand how aspects of life in the NFL, they go beyond players to affect spouses' health and career trajectories. And by gathering this information, we hope it will lead to recommendations, create programs, educational outreach that can be used to support the NFL families. So Morgan and Paula, thank you for joining us today. Hi, Cynthia. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. So <laughs> thank you for being here. I mean, I just think that what we're doing is so important because it's, a, it's scary, you know, sharing information um, that is 
you know, personal about your life. But when you realize that you'll be helping generations and generations of NFL families with this information, I think it's, I feel, I feel like that that's what we are. We're the gatekeepers and it's important to get it out there so that they can create this awesome programming. And so I don't know, how do you feel about that? I think you're absolutely right because a lot of times when we think about the NFL, we don't really consider um, the family and how we're impacted and the role that we play, you know, in, in the career and the trajectory of the career and then what happens afterwards. So when I heard about this study, I felt like it was just so useful um, and it made so much sense to start gathering this information because like you said, there's a lot of unanswered questions that we just don't know. And so by having this data, um, I think there's a, a lot of good that can come out of it, um, you know, for future families in the NFL. Um, and I would love to jump in. Th Cynthia, thank you so much for uh, the wonderful introduction. So one thing that fascinates me every time we do a show with the YNS Live and the NFL thread is the support of the NFL uh, through these kind of programs. So coming and I, what Cynthia and I laughed last time I called myself a lay person, which I know is not the correct term, but someone that is not married to someone in the NFL. We don't think about that, right? We see the game, we see the players. We don't even really think about the women and the kids and all the different things that happen behind the scenes. And so I think this is so fascinating that you guys are doing this and so important because it just shows again, the support and the family that is behind the NFL, that they just want to continue to make things better for the players and for the the wives. So um, Morgan, I would love for you and Paula just to kind of uh, talk about a little bit, um, and Morgan, you can start. Why was it important for you to get involved in this, if you don't mind jumping in? Thank you, Juliet, of course. Uh, it was important for me because um, well, one, I'm an advocate for research and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm completing some of my own research and just being a part of the NFL lifestyle. A lot of times the families and particularly the wives and the women were kind of left in the shadow. So for, for this research to be happening, to kind of feel, um, a part of something and recognize the recognition and just that, wow, you know, like we, we do experience everything that happens with the players the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, you know, the wins and the losses. And what does that look like in our families? And so I thought that was extremely important and also very um, captivating almost in terms of research and gathering information and having that data, like what that would look like and what that would mean in the future. So, you know, once I met Alicia and Paula and some of the other women involved, I felt like, wow, this is an incredible opportunity and definitely something I would want to be involved in, especially in the beginning, because there's no telling, you know, how far this can go. And I'm sure Paula can speak more about, um, you know, why this is so important and just, you know, kind of how FEMFL got started and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you, Cynthia, for the introduction and Julia, Juliet for your question. Um, I've been working with the football players health study um, for the last few years and very closely with uh, Dr. Whittington and uh, Dr. Rachel Grashow, who is um, the other sort of co-leader of um, the FEMFL study. And over the last few years in conversations with players, we have sort of seen this underlying theme of 
you know, the NFL is not just a player experience, it's a family experience. And the effects go well beyond the field. When a player's affected with a negative health outcome, that affects the family too. And so as we started looking at researching the players, we knew that we had to look at the lives of the partners as well. And hopefully down the road, we'd like to expand to looking at other family members. Um, and so sort of one example of why this is really critical and why um, Dr. Grasho and Dr. Whittington and our incredible team um, that works on FEMFL sort of thought this would be important. We also collaborate with Dr. Christy Glass um, is sort of one of example is that preliminary research has shown that um, a stronger relationship um, can lead to a better transition for the player from um, sort of career to post-career. And so when we look at how relationships and um, family dynamics can impact health of the players, we really knew we wanted to explore this as well as um, and also look at, you know, the story that's not being told, which is the amount of time that partners devote um, to the NFL and the NFL experience, the sacrifices that partners may make, as well as the benefits that they receive. And so um, in working with Cynthia and Morgan and our other sort of incredible advisory board for this study, we came up with a survey um, that will hopefully allow us to collect data to show sort of what is the effect of the NFL experience on family members and partners and ultimately hope that um, different partner organizations and the NFL and the NFLPA will use the data that we find to come up with ways to better support players and family members down the road. Paula, thank you so much, both you and Morgan, for, for giving us that insight, because this is one thing why, again, I love this platform, Fireside, and I also love this, this show, is because, again, no one really thinks about the player as they're transitioning either, right? It's like, okay, they were there, and now they're not. But if they've been playing flag, flag football since they were five years old, and football has been in their lives for as long as it's been... And then all of a sudden, if not to be there, it doesn't matter how stable you are, that's going to affect you in some way, which is then going to affect the family. And again, when a wife or you know a spouse or a girlfriend is following that player to different cities and they're going to different things, that is going to, again, it doesn't matter how stable that spouse or that partner is, that's going to affect them. And so I love that you guys are looking into this deeper because it really is such an important topic. Um, and I think in, in so many aspects, not, you know, not just in the NFL. And I think you guys are such leaders in things that possibly that fact that you guys are doing, it's going to trickle down to other organizations and people are going to say, you know, we do need to do a better job in helping our, our people. You guys, you know, the NFL players are so highlighted in, you know, I know my family, we do, you know, the draft, we do so many, my kids, know so much about football and it's important to know about the lives. So Cynthia, I know you want to jump in there. So uh 
Yeah, um, what I am so excited about is that the survey, it's not even really just about the wives and spouses experience in the NFL. It really digs deep. They want to know about our childhood experiences, you know, our physical and mental health. You know, they want to know us. You know, it's almost like, you know, the more that we know about the, the women behind the game, the more we can understand what we can do to see signs, to create programs, to create any kind of um, something that will help them navigate, not just through the NFL, but through the NFL into life after awards. And I, and I just, you know, they talk about invisible. This is where I feel like the spotlight is really on us and it's our time to be able to be, to really be understood and to be better, you know, and to help each other. I love that. Morgan, yes, please jump in. Yeah, Juliet, I just wanted to go back to kind of where you started talking about um, players transitioning. And, you know, it's it's something that can make you feel very alone and isolated. And, it, you know, you almost described our life right there for a little bit, you know, going from city to city and then, um, you know, maybe it's an injury or maybe you're having a hard time getting on a team, whatever it may be. And then you realize, wow, OK, we are going through this transition from, you know, being in the NFL and that lifestyle to, you know, kind of figuring out what's next. So I think it's it's great that the survey and the study also looks at, you know, not only active players and players and families that are in the NFL, but those that are either transitioned all the way or those that have been out of the NFL for you know, one year to to 20 years. So there's a lot of valuable um, connection and community in that as well. Just knowing that you're a part of something with other families and other women where, you know, you guys have gone through similar experiences. And I think it's just so important to kind of really examine what those experiences can do to your health and how it can make, um, you know, certain individuals feel like Paula was saying, um, you know, it really, it affects all of us. When one thing happens to one person, um, we're all affected. And I think the survey does a really good job at like a, a very comprehensive capture of what's happening for each person. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Paula, please jump in. Yeah, just to um, jump in and touch on both what Cynthia and Morgan have both said, um, you know, while this data we know will likely affect player health because we know that the health and strength of the family benefits the players. We do really want to learn about the lives of these women beyond just their role as partner. Um, Thinking about what Morgan said of moving to city to city, you know, what does that do to someone's dreams and goals? Did the partner have to give up a career and sort of how does that affect someone's mental health and how do, how can we down the road better support the family members in sort of their own lives as well? And so we sort of have several goals of, as part of FEMFL, both to look at, look at the NFL experience, but also support this incredible community of women, partners, spouses, girlfriends, and ultimately sort of mothers, children, all family members who whose lives can be disrupted and also benefited by by playing a role in this sort of NFL experience um, for the player. So, Yes. And you know what? I have to say, I love everything that you guys are, are saying, because when Cynthia and I decided to do the show, YNS Live with NFL Thread, it was just that, to give uh, you know a more normalized 
story behind what it is like to be in the NFL. Because as I was saying, you know, the players are always idolized, but they're people. They have feelings, they have lives, they have families, and they have struggles. And uh, it's important to kind of to talk about that. So I would love to um, just jump in a little bit into the study that you guys are doing. So a couple questions that came to mind. So if I was listening to this, if I was an NFL spouse and I was listening to this and I was like, oh, I want to get involved in this. Um, so this is a kind of a twofold question. Where can they get involved? And then also, I'm assuming, as you guys said, you're going to get pretty personal in this. Um, what is the confidentiality? Like, I, you know, can you give them a little bit if there is a spouse out there listening to this being like, you know, I do want to get involved, but I don't really, I'm like uncomfortable sharing a little bit too much. Like, how is that going to all work? Can you guys give us a little insight in that? Sure. I can touch on this one quickly. Um, unless you want to jump in, Morgan. You go ahead, Paula. You can start off and then I'll just um, give my perspective as a wife and, you know, how I felt, you know, kind of sharing personal information as well. Perfect. Okay, per perfect. Um, so to give some of the sort of logistical information, um, partners who want to get involved with the study um, can visit the Football Players Health Study website. Um, we have sort of a, a link to contact us, and this will allow um, partners and partners and spouses of current and former players um, to give us their email information and we can follow up with a survey link and a little more information, um, regarding confidentiality. That is one of our biggest values at the football players health study. We know that, as you said, Juliet, you know, players are idolized and player families are idolized. And this can sometimes sort of create security risks. If someone is too public, um, we would never want anyone's contact information to get out. And so um, we have a certificate of confidentiality that protects all of our data, as well as um, sort of very strict data management protocol internally. Um, so we have very limited access to the data itself and everything is anonymous, um, as well as sort of specifically for FEMFL, partners will never have access to the player's data and vice versa. So if a partner sort of was sharing something confidential about her spouse or um, boyfriend, um, that he would never have access to that. And so we are very careful about how information is shared and ensure that contact information doesn't get out. Um, and the different parts of the survey, um, some parts are optional. Um, you know, we would like partners to answer every question because it's important to the data. But as Cynthia and Morgan both mentioned, it does get very personal. And we do have the option sort of for people to come back and complete later if they need to take a break. Um, and one other thing that I miss that I do think is critical to cover is that in the FEMFL survey, we never ask for the identity of the player that they're partnered with. Um, so we do really ensure that we keep everything separate. Um, and if anyone is looking for more information about sort of our confidentiality protections, uh, we have a whole FAQs section on our website that sort of goes a little deeper into the logistics. Awesome. And Morgan, Morgan, before you jump in, I just want to mm -hmm. throw, so the, the email, uh, the cookie scroll at the bottom, Paula, is that the best place that people can go? 
footballplayershealth.harvard.edu. Yes. Yes. So that website is the best. And on um, that website, there should be a button that says um, either join us or contact us. Um, And that, let me just look. Yeah. So there's a red button that says join FEMFL. Um, And so that will um, allow the partner of a current or former player to give us their email address and we'll follow up with the um, individualized survey link. Awesome. That's great. And you guys, when this is published on, um, you know, the more places, this will also be in the show notes, just so anyone that's listening to this that maybe doesn't see that cookie cutter, it is called football players with an S health.harvard.edu slash fem FL. Okay. So Morgan, I would love for you to Sure. Thank you so much, Paula, for explaining that in detail. Confidentiality um, is so important. And I know a lot of times when we're, when people are filling out surveys and things and questions get really personal, especially about health and family, people can, myself included, you can become really apprehensive and a little worried. But I think what, um, what calmed my nerves kind of taking this survey was just knowing one, my name not only was not going to be used, but you know, my husband's name either. So then that kind of helped me to like relax a little bit and just know, okay, this is more just, you know, for their data and information gathering. And, you know, they're not so worried about who it's coming from, but just, you know, to be able to answer as truthfully as possible without feeling like people are looking at you or they're going to know where it came from. Um, so it was really important to to know that and to know the details of the confidentiality and just knowing, you know, okay, names aren't used and things like that. So that's really helpful. So if there is any wife out there or girlfriend or mother, grandma that's listening, um, you can be you can rest assured knowing that um, your personal information will not be shared and it will only the only people that will see it will be the researchers and the people that are actually um, a part of the study. It's not going to be like public information in terms of um, your responses and things like that. So it's uh, very safe. Um, and, you know, like we discussed earlier, hoping to use this all for the good so that, you know, we can create programs and um, interventions later that will be helpful based on all of our responses and everything that we're able to share. Awesome. Thank you again, Paula, for running that through and Morgan. Um, Cynthia. Uh- yeah, I think it was um, definitely one of the most important things is that, you know, when you answer the questions, um, many of them, which you can choose to skip, but when you do choose to answer those questions, your name and your identity is not associated with those answers. You know, those are just answers. Um, so that I think was really important too. So it is in a sense, anonymous because you're not, your identity is not connected to the answer in any way or the player, you know? So I think that's important. That's great. I mean, that's really great that you guys have gone to even that extra step, because I think that is in some surveys or in any kind of, you know, not just with the NFL, people are like, well, is my name going to be associated with, I don't want to get involved in that because I don't want to ever come out that I answered a question like that. So I think it's really important that you're making such a point to share about the confidentiality, because I'm sure that's one of the most important things. I just want to throw it out to anyone in the audience. If you guys have a question for these ladies, if you go to the little, it's called the hamburger to the left, it's got uh, two little lines, Um, you'll be able to ask a question and I can, uh, you know, relay it to the ladies. I'm happy to do that. So another question that I had that kind of, um, you know, uh, came up in my head as you guys were talking is, 
say I was a spouse and I was, you know, going through some stuff and I'm a little bit hesitant to join. Is there a a spot where someone can, you know, if they say join here, is there a spot that they can talk to someone live? Like these are my hesitations, um, not just the question and answers, you know, um, or is it just question and answers and through email or is there a live interaction that someone can uh, kind of be talked through it, if that makes sense? Sure. So I can um, step in. So um, our team is currently working remotely, uh, but we are uh, accessible via email and our phone line. And um, as I mentioned at the beginning, we have a big team of incredible researchers and staff working on FEMFL. And um, we are all sort of happy to answer any questions about confidentiality or why we're asking a certain question. Um, and so when players con- or when players when partners contact us about um, wanting to join the study, they um, are welcome to ask questions then or if they are taking the survey and come up with a question, um, we cover the inbox during normal work hours and are very quick um, to get back to people. We want to make sure that if there's any hesitation that we are available to sort of help ease um, any sort of any hesitation or answer any questions. Um, And as I did mention, there is sort of an option to leave the survey and return to it. Um, So if someone needs to take a break, think about, you know, these questions are getting very personal. How do I want to respond? Sort of, you're not forced into taking it in a certain amount of time. Um, And so sort of we want to make sure that everything is as accessible to someone's um, personal comfort level and that we are available to sort of talk through any hesitations or questions. Awesome. Cynthia, if you want to jump in. Yeah, great. So um, on our last podcast, we were talking to Crystal David and something that we wanted to talk about so badly that I want to bring up today will kind of give a good idea of why it's important to do this study and why it's important to get into the mindset and the lifestyle of the NFL woman for the purpose of creating programs or counseling to help. And Morgan, this is going to be directed to you. We didn't get to talk about those players who are now in new cities, new teams, new colors, and what that means for the NFL woman in that transition, not only in getting her family there and situated in new schools, set up, meeting new women, but inside of herself. Like some women can jump right in and some women, it's very difficult. And Morgan, can you touch on that experience? Yeah, absolutely. So the the first time I actually got to be with JT, it was in, was in New York. So he was on two teams prior to that, but I was finishing school. So I wasn't actually there, but I will say that when I did get to New York, um, you know, there's a lot that you go through. Um, for one, for me, so I was coming from being like a, a student. I was I was working as a therapist and then I go to New York and it, it was kind of like an I- identity struggle for me. I was trying to figure out, okay, well, who am I now? You know, I'm not being as useful. I'm not as helpful. You know, I'm not doing therapy anymore. I'm at games, um, you know, and then he got injured. So then we weren't, then a lot of things just change and it's so unpredictable the life of the NFL, you know, figuring out where you're going to leave. You know, luckily I didn't have the um, 
the circumstances of bringing children with me at the time. Um, but I, I knew plenty of women who had, and that was difficult figuring out where do they go to school? Um, you know, who are, who are you going to be friends with and things like that. And it brings up a lot of anxiety, um, and a lot of like self doubt and, and just like a lot of nervousness and angst, whether it's going to the games or being a part of, um, events that are going on. So I, I definitely feel for the women who have had to do this several times over the course of a career or several times in, in even one season sometimes. Um, and, and that can be a struggle and that can be really tough on your mental health as well. Um, so my advice or what I would suggest is like having some kind of like foundation outside of the NFL that you can rely on because sometimes you get on a team and you, and you do make great friends and things do go well, but you know, then two, three months later, or even a week later, sometimes then you have to leave and go somewhere else and, and try to, you know, go through this process all over again. And, and that can be exhausting and overwhelming, I'm sure, um, for many women, not only just the women, the, the men themselves, but it's like a lot of times the women and the families are left to kind of deal with a lot while the men are, you know, at work fighting for their jobs. So um, it's a it's a real struggle that I don't think a lot of people understand that um, happens behind the scenes. Um, but I will say that there are a lot of resources, depending on the teams that you're on, um, whether those are Bible studies or just um, player engagement, people that work for the team that are there for you. Um, but sometimes it can be, you know, embarrassing or you might be anxious to even reach out and find those resources. But just knowing that they are there sometimes can be helpful as well. Um because I know a lot of women are kind of just left, you know, standing there, not really knowing what to do. You know, they show up to the game, but sometimes it's hard to make friends and you don't know who to talk to, or it can feel very clicky sometimes. Um, you know, whether that's, you know, if you're a girlfriend or if you're a wife or, you know, depending on the position that your, that your guy plays or how much money they make, there's just so many variables and nuances that people don't think about um, that the families experience. So that was a really good um, question, Cynthia. And it's it's really important to think about. And we have to come up with better ways to support the women and to support the families because more often than not, I would say families are put into these situations where you do have to be on multiple teams and you do have to go from city to city. Yes, exactly. I remember, um, you know, listening to Crystal and she was saying, if I could go back and, you know, to my young self, I would have been the girl saying, hey, how are you? You know, I'm Crystal and, you know, I go to the school and she said, but I was so shy and so awkward and so insecure and not comfortable. And I just felt like I didn't belong. And I think we all go through that, you know, where, you know, we're dealing with the perception that the world has. We're dealing with the same thing. I remember going in and thinking, I don't fit the mold. You know, I really don't fit the mold. And I was just looking around at all these, you know, beautiful women that seem to be so confident. And I was just, you know, young as well, thinking, how did I get here? And what am I going to do with, within this space? But then you start talking to women you realize we're so much alike. We're all feeling the same way and we're all thrown into it. And in, I think that it's important to, to really, you know, kind of like look into that and to realize that there, it would be awesome to have an outreach program in place for that particular, like, Hey, if you're feeling uncomfortable. Um, and I know that, um, Cigna actually, one good thing is Cigna has counseling for, um, you know, all NFL 
families. And there's, you know, free sessions, up to eight free sessions in every single category you can imagine. And so that's a nice resource to know. But it, I think with FEMFL, it will also be great to see what programs are created based on these surveys. That's awesome. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, jump yeah I just wanted to jump in. I know um, both Morgan and Cynthia just touched on the idea of, of resources. And um one of the difficult things about research is that it can sometimes take some time um, to come to fruition, analyze the data and, and process it. And in the meantime, one of our um, sort of foundational values at the Football Players Health Study and at FEMFL is that we operate under the framework of um, what's called community-based participatory research. And really what this means is that Community is at the center of everything that we do. And what comes with this is um, wanting to give back to these communities. And so while we're in the process of collecting this data, providing resources to family members, to players is really critical. Um, and one of the things that we really want to prioritize and highlight so back in February, um, we did have a webinar um, for folks who are interested in FEMFL and um, Morgan gave an incredible presentation about um, different resources that are available to um, partners of active and former players as well as um, family members. And that presentation is available on our website and includes information about the Cygnus sessions as well as a few other things. And while that presentation is not team specific at this point, as Morgan was saying, you know, sometimes there are different team specific resources depending on where you move. So we are hoping to build out the resources section. And just a little plug um, for another piece of community give back that we have coming up and we'd love people to contact us if they're interested. Um, but later this month, we are going to um, have an expert webinar on um, COVID-19 to um, sort of have people available to answer any questions. We've heard from different family members that um, this is a topic of concern. And it is, as I mentioned, sort of one of our priorities um, to give back to the community. And so um, if folks are interested in joining that, you can contact us um, via the website that is in the um, Fortune Cookie Scroll and we'll also be in the show notes. Um, so awesome. And you know, I just have to say again, I think Cynthia, I'm so glad that you were able to bring that up because I know we wanted to talk about that last week and we didn't get a chance. And this is what is so important. And I that's why I love that you guys are able to get this out through through podcast, through other things, is giving the families and the player that, again, they're just people, just like everyone else, and they go through things. So the fact that you're personalizing uh, the player and the family is just, it's so much more important because I never thought, right? I never thought, oh, that person got treated. I hear about my kids and my husband talking about it all the time. And I never think, oh, what's happening behind the scenes? And now every single time that I hear about a, uh, a player being traded, my mind's going to think different. I'm going to think about that player and I'm going to think about the family and I'm going to think about what they have to do to endure it. So thank you guys for really talking about that. Because again, as a, and Cynthia, we got to come up with a better name for me or this as a layman, the person that's not in the NFL. 
we don't think about that. So that, that's why it's so important to get that message out. I do want to touch on, and I think Trevor, they answered your question, but Trevor Bates in the audience, he uh, his question is, and again, I think you guys kind of touched on it, but if there's anything else you want to add, please do. He said, I would love to know if there are any resources available for the NFL woman through the FEMFL study. Um, and again, I think you guys kind of just touched on that, which is funny before that we were able to even add that. But if there's anything else that either, uh, you know, Paula, Morgan or Cynthia, you guys want to add, because I know there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes, not just with the study. Um, you know, Cynthia, I know with Thread, you're, you're, you have that same goal to get people more in the community when they're being traded to different cities. They can kind of look up, oh, hey, this person has a shop here or this person does that and kind of personalize it again. But if uh, any of you guys wanted to jump in, um, please do. Oh, I don't know if, if microphones, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, good. All of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm silent. No one can hear me. <laughs> no, we can. And and thank God that Paula brought up the presentation that I did completely slipped my mind, um, you know, thanks to my pregnancy brain right now. But a super comprehensive list of resources and things for families um, and women in particular. Um, Paula, if maybe you could tell them one more time where to find that. I know it's on the FMFL website, um, but just to answer Trevor's question, I think that's the best way to answer it would be to refer back to that presentation um, and to look at that list. Absolutely. So um, just a reminder of where exactly to find it. Um, when you navigate to the uh, web page that is listed, um, it's footballplayershealth.harvard.edu slash FEMFL, which is F-E-M-F-L. There is um, a drop-down list of web links um, under a tab called resources as well as the actual um, video presentation that Morgan gave. So we sort of have it in both um, formats as well as a downloadable PDF. Um, if you have an organization that you think could benefit from these resources or have a friend who you think could benefit, um, we have a downloadable PDF that you could share um, along with our web. Awesome. Thank you for that. And uh, Trevor, thank you for the question. So um, I know we're coming uh, a little bit towards the end of the show, but I just wanted to, again, thank you ladies for making this public and talking about this and, and sharing, you know, a little bit of your stories because you know that someone's listening to this being like, oh my gosh, okay, I need this. And if you guys are listening to this on the different platforms, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter and you're on LinkedIn and you kind of come across this, share with everyone you know, because there's a lot of people, you know, as I've started, um, you know, uh, connecting with Cynthia and as we have this partnership, I have learned more people that are like, oh, my niece, you know, is married to someone that's in the NFL or, oh, my neighbor is married to someone in the NFL. And so it also gives me the option of being like, oh, oh my gosh, you guys have to listen to these shows. And do you know about NFL thread? And do you know about, um, you know, what these guys are doing behind the scenes? Because again, not being in the NFL, not being in that community, you don't hear about those things. You don't hear about them. And uh, every time we do a show on this, I always am so um, pleased to hear the support and the community that you guys have through the NFL. And I think it's just something that, uh, you know, not everyone thinks about. So, you know, thank you so much again, for jumping up and joining Cynthia, Morgan, or Paula, did you guys have anything you wanted to add as we close out the show? Um, yeah, I would like to um, definitely, it's just, it's such an honor to be on this advisory board, um, you know, just to spread this important message. Um, and, it's, and because not only do you get linked to the survey, but 
you do get linked to wonderful information like Morgan's um, resource list that is so important. Um, there's also, for any girls that are just coming into the league right now, so many wonderful groups to join you know, for support. Uh, for instance, I'm um, on the board and a newly elected executive of um, Off the Field Players Wives Association. And they're just in a wonderful group. Um, we do so many things. We do a lot of charitable service, but we're also a wonderful sisterhood. Um, of course, getting on thread just so we know where you are and what you're doing. And then even though the moms have the Professional Football Players Mothers Association, for all those new moms out there that have their you know sons playing, that's an important role too. And that's a great group to join. So if you, I'll put that up on my um, Instagram or in my Facebook for all these wonderful groups that you guys can get involved with. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, um, Cynthia, for mentioning all those groups. Um, I just wanted to thank our incredible advisory board um, sort of on, we have representation from all of these groups on the advisory board. Um, We have Joanne Pugh from the Professional Mothers Association. And of course, Cynthia representing both NFL Thread and Off the Field and Erica Laster and Sharice Brown from Off the Field. And so we are so grateful to this advisory board for really tying us into the partner and family community um, so that we can really center our research and our give back around what the community needs, because ultimately that drives what we are doing. Um, And also just wanted to thank sort of everyone who's completed the survey so far. We're so grateful for you sharing your story with us. Um, And really just a shout out to all of the women and families who are supporting these players. I'm so in awe always of Cynthia and Morgan and all of our advisory board members and all of the partners I've come across sort of in my work through the football players health study of just how much of an impact the NFL experience can have on someone's life and sort of the amount of work that these women and families put into it. So um, just a big thank you and so much appreciation to everyone who's um, been involved in this service. I just want to say thank you so much um, for the opportunity, not even to come on and just talk about um, FemFL Um, but just being a part of the advisory board. And for anyone listening that knows someone that's a family member, a wife, a girlfriend, um, anyone closely related to the NFL, to just really encourage them to to check out the website, Um, even if they're not, you know, maybe prepared to take the survey now, but just look into it and, and know that there are, things out there that value your experience as well. And that this is a, a really cool opportunity to share something. Um, and thank you so much, Juliet, for um, listening and, and hearing us and um, just recognizing the importance of um, what we're doing uh, with the MFL. Of course, you know, one, actually one more question as I was leaving, what is the timetable on here? So if people are listening to this in a week, in two weeks, what is, you know, when do you guys want to have the survey kind of sealed up where you're getting the data? Um, and, and and is there a deadline for people to sign up? Thank, thank you for that question, Juliet. Um, we don't have a firm deadline. Um, as I said, sort of, we want to let people approach the survey sort of at their comfort level and want to make sure that, um, you know, what's what's really foundational and a primary priority for us is building trust with this community. We are the um, first group uh, to ever really look at 
the NFL partner population and the NFL family population sort of as a group to be studied and sort of to assess their lives and and hear their stories and and really figure out how we can meet their needs. And so we're sort of taking this a day at a time, working with our incredible advisory board to figure out sort of what are the best ways we can connect. We um, are really sort of inviting anyone to participate. We would love um, ultimately, our goal at this time is sort of 100 participants. We do have a raffle um, for every participants. Every 50 participants that complete um, will be entered uh, to win either an iPad mini or um, a $50 Target gift card. Um, so there's a small incentive. Um, but really, we just want to connect and build this community and um, hopefully collect this data to give back to the community down the road. But there's no firm deadline. And again, so I got the chills as you were saying that because you can hear the sincerity in your voice. You can hear that what you guys are doing, you truly, truly want to make the connection and then get the data instead of you know other studies that you hear. It's more about just getting the data and not really caring about the individual that's doing it. So I applaud you guys for what you're doing because it is, again, so important. It's become a passion of mine. I adore Cynthia. I've now, you know, uh, learning about Morgan and um, Dominique and um, Crystal and Tony, uh, Atami, sorry. It's, it's so, it just, you guys are just incredible women. And I think it's just so important what you're doing. So I just love that, uh, that that's how the answer was. So anyone that's listening to this, you guys can hear its sincerity and, and that there is a goal, but it's really about the individual and helping to give resources and, and make this experience a better experience. So I applaud you guys at the NFL and at the research team and everything that you guys are doing. So, and Tommy, I'm so sorry um, that I called you Tony for a second, uh, if you're listening, but um, again, thank you guys so much, Cynthia. It's always a pleasure. And Morgan and Paula, thank you um, for coming up and sharing your story because it is important and sharing the story uh, to get more people involved is just amazing. So Guys, welcome, um, not welcome, but goodbye from YNS Live with NFL Thread. Cynthia, I'll let you close it out. And Morgan, Paul, if you guys want to say anything, and I'll bring the music up. But thank you guys for joining. We so appreciate it. Rachel, Trevor, Scott, Chris, Jimmy, Gabrielle, um, you know, just again, thank you guys for listening. And for everyone that shared, everyone that's listening on different platforms, share this because again, the more people you can get out, you heard that there's, you know, they want with like a hundred people. So let's help them get that done by sharing this and um, getting it into hands of people that really can help. So again, thank you guys for joining anything that you guys want to close out, uh, Cynthia, Paula or Morgan. I just wanted to say, Juliet, thank you for giving us the platform to talk about um, sort of who we are. If anyone wants to Google us and learn more about sort of what we're doing both for the players and for the partners. Um, we are the football players health study at Harvard University and specifically um, FEMFL is our family experiences managing football lives study. Um, so you can Google both of those. Our um, social media accounts are, you can find us at, at players study. Um, if you want to learn more about our research that we've done so far, and we're just so, so grateful to get out the message and be able to have this conversation. Cynthia, Juliet, thanks for giving us this platform. And, and Morgan, we are so, so grateful to have you. 
Thank you guys all so much. I hope this encourages people to get involved. Um, thank you so much, Juliet. So nice meeting you and talking with you today. Hopefully we can talk about this topic and other things in the future. Yes, I would love it. would love it. Yes, thank you, everybody. Um, Morgan, thank you so much for taking the time. We look forward to hearing baby news. Yes. Woo. <laughs> and um, Paula, thank you so much. You're always just so you know full of great information and great advice. And, and like it is an honor to be on the advisory board. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And thank you, Fireside, for creating this platform where we can get this message out more. So we will see you guys next week. Don't forget to check all of our profiles out to learn more about us. But this is Juliet Hahn closing out YNS Live with NFL Thread. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you, everyone, for joining. <laughs>